Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Circle of Ilm podcast where we share Islamic knowledge that caters to anyone and everyone. Through this podcast you will learn anything and everything about Islam from the basics to the advanced. And there will be something for everyone insha'Allah. Alright, alhamdulillah. This is episode 4 ladies and gentlemen. So in the first episode we defined the hadith in episode 2. Uh, the differences and also similarities between hadith and sunnah. And the third episode will be the relationship between Quran and also the hadith and today inshallah uh, we are going to be discussing uh, the hadith as a gateway to loving the Prophet sallallahu now it begins with the premise that loving the Prophet sallallahu is an important matter now let me just stress that again it is not only important it is in fact obligatory it is obligatory to love the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wa sallam based on the Quran and based on the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. As in the reason that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wa sallam says that the person does not truly believe or that his iman is not complete until he loves the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wa sallam more than his own self, his parents, his children, and the entirety of mankind. Until you put the Prophet above everybody else, then a person shall have complete Iman. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the question then would be, how should one then love the Prophet? Whenever that we speak about our own lives, when we love people, we love people out of a, an understanding of people. We love people uh, because we know them. And the idea would be that a lot of people today, we can know them because we meet them. We can interact with them. But the challenge here concerning the Prophet ﷺ would be that we don't see the Prophet ﷺ. The only way that we connect with the Prophet ﷺ is through the hadith. And that is why the importance of hadith uh, cannot be uh, under-emphasized in that particular sense. Now, I want to look at I'm going to do it the opposite way. I'm going to look at six signs that a person truly loves the Prophet. And at the end of it, make a connection to a hadith. Right? Now, what are signs that a person does not only claim that he loves the Prophet ﷺ, but rather he truly does so? Now, the first one would be that a person follows the message that the Prophet ﷺ conveyed, i.e., the Quran. So if you follow whatever that the Prophet ﷺ conveyed, it is a sign that you love the Prophet ﷺ. So this is number one. So this is similar to like many things in life. Like when you, I'm not trying to equate things like exactly, but a way that we can try and understand this. When you say that you love your mother, for example, the proof of loving your mother is to obey your mother in her instructions and in her advice. You can't just go around saying, well, I love my mom, I love my mother, but then whatever that she says, you contradict and you go against it. That's not a sign of love. So those words mean nothing. So if a person loves the Prophet ﷺ, it is then seen in his obeying of the instructions of the Prophet ﷺ, found in the Quran and also found in the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, which moves to the next point, which is that not only that you follow the Quran, you also love to follow the Sunnah. And Sunnas are, there are, there are known Sunnas and there are lesser known Sunnas. 
there are sunnas in the form of ritualistic practices and there are also sunnas in in meaning and in character there are sunnas which are spiritual in its nature and then there are sunnah which are physical in nature like food and dress and so on and so forth but if a person truly loves the prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam he would like to perform each and every of those and that is why you would find in the stories of the companions of the prophet radhiyallahu alaihim ajma'in people like abdullah ibn umar radhiyallahu anhuma he was known to like emulate the prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam so strictly that he would continue to follow everything that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam to do that's his story that Abdullah bin Umar in his road, his everyday path, uh, he would walk on the road and suddenly he would duck. He would lower himself. And people looked at him and said, why is he doing that? And then he explained by saying, oh, when we were living with the Prophet wasallam, there used to be a tree here and the branch was hanging rather low. So the Prophet wasallam would usually walk and then he would duck. He would lower himself so as not to hit the branch. We used to do that with the Prophet sallallahu and now although he's not here with us anymore I like I have to still continue doing it. Anas ibn Malik radiyallahu anhu in the hadith of Imam Tirmidhi rahmatullahi alayhi says that I got to know that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam really liked pumpkin. And I didn't like pumpkin before but when I knew that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam liked pumpkin whenever that we had a meal and people served us I would look for pieces of pumpkin and I would put it and I would put it aside for the prophet and I also then grew to like pumpkin as well. So these were the companions of the prophet radhiyallahu anhu ajma'in. So it could be that the small matters and it could also be like bigger matters as well. That the prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam in regards to his character might don't right like you have like things that can be seen visible sunnah and there are also things concerning character The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam was a really really beautiful husband in his character. The Prophet was a gentleman, he was graceful. Uh, he was uh, a noble human being. So that is also a sunnah. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam was a person who was of very few words. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam was a person who was always in deep thought. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he was in his company when there were friends around him he was always smiling and jovial these are all sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was a very hygienic clean proper man that is also the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so if a person truly follows the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in his entirety and to not nitpick to not Uh, choose certain things and then deny certain things but rather in its entirety embraces that is also a sign that he loves the prophet number 3 a person who studies the sirah and encourage others to do so as well so he does not only like connect to the prophet in practice but he also connects to the prophet in his knowledge he knows everything concerning the prophet he knows the life of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam he mentions the prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam allah he shares the stories of the prophet well the story of the prophet becomes a blueprint for his life 
And as I said, I always get questions concerning just what like uh, seerah books should I read? And there are many, many seerah works that are really awesome. I usually like recommend the Sealed Nectar for those who would like to learn concerning the seerah of the Prophet. I do recommend the Sealed Nectar written by Sheikh Safir Rahman Mubarak Furi that is easily accessible. Right? Uh, there are many other books as well, but always have with you a seerah book that you will repeat over and over again. Our scholars, our teachers will always teach us to Repeat reading the seerah of the Prophet. Uh, you continue to read the seerah and you will surely find new gems and lessons from the seerah of the Prophet. This is number number three. Now, I would also recommend that you don't only read the seerah of the Prophet wasallam as a form of reading, but to also be rather critical or analytical towards the seerah of the Prophet. Meaning that you don't only read what happened, but think about why did he act in this particular manner? How do I relate to that particular sunnah of the Prophet? How do I relate to that particular decision? How did he react in that particular situation? How did the Prophet treat his wife in that particular condition? Relate. And know that the life of the Prophet, the character of the Prophet, Allah wills for him to be in that particular manner so that we can follow and emulate. The seerah of the Prophet is not just a mere story but rather uh, uh, a life that is worthy of emulation. Now that's number three. Number four then would be a sign of you loving the Prophet would be ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send prayers upon the Prophet a lot. Salawat upon the Prophet a lot. And then the hadith of the Prophet and the Prophet said Man salla Sallallahu alayhi ashara. Whoever that he asks Allah to send prayer upon me once, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would send goodness to him ten times. So nothing bad uh, comes from loving the Prophet and expressing love towards the Prophet. Uh, what shall come in return would only be greater blessing and good in our life. Number five, you love the things that he loved and the people he loved. So whatever that the Prophet loved, Whatever that the Prophet ﷺ preferred, you love and you prefer. And whoever that the Prophet ﷺ love, you would also love as well. So we said just now concerning the pumpkin story just now. Uh, the Prophet ﷺ also once said to a companion of the Prophet that if you would want to be with me in heaven, then do what I love. He was asked, Ya Rasulullah, what is it that you love? He says, um, making a lot of sujood, making a lot of prayer. So that was what he loved. Prophet ﷺ said, I find calmness in prayer. That's something that I love doing. So do it as well. And there are many people whom the Prophet ﷺ loved. And during his time, he expressed love publicly to the people around him. Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali, the rest of the companions, the wives of the Prophet. So whomever that the Prophet expressed love towards them, we must also love them as well. Number six, you frequently remember his life and wish to be with him in the hereafter. Now, my point at the end of all this would be that these things are not going to ever be possible. These signs that we are talking about can never be acquired until we are familiar with hadith. It is only when you learn hadith, you can frequently remember his life. Only when you study hadith, you know what he loved and you know whom he loved. Only when you study hadith, you would always mention his theme and give praise upon him. 
It is only when you study the hadith of the Prophet that you know the seerah of his life. Only when you study hadith, you know the sunnah of the Prophet that you need to follow. And only when you study the hadith of the Prophet wasallam, you can act upon the Quranic injunctions as well. So ladies and gentlemen, the gateway to loving the Prophet wasallam is none other than hadith. So when you study hadith, it is not supposed to be taken only as a academic endeavor. It's not just an intellectual uh, field of inquiry or study. It is in fact, and this is I think, more important than anything else, your gateway, your door to loving the Prophet sallallahu So that, ladies and gentlemen, is episode 4, and thank you so much. And that concludes today's episode. Tune in again next week, same time, same place, same me, for the continuation of today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel so that you'll be notified when the new episode drops. Do follow us on our social media platforms at Circle of Elm for updates on future episodes and other topics. Uh, thank you so, so much, everyone. I hope that everybody has learned something. And that's Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.